Hello, welcome back to the Wild Expansion Podcast. Just a reminder that this podcast aims to help you find more inner peace and fulfillment in life, which is needed now more than ever. And it feels really good just to come back on here and just chat to you as if we're both sitting down for a cup of tea and share some insights of what I am learning to help me find more inner peace hoping that it serves you and helps you as well. So um, yeah, I'll start off by saying that to record this podcast, my MacBook was about to die, like no battery. I've lost my charger for the past few months and I have been relying on borrowing my sister's MacBook chargers to, um, to charge this MacBook because I just lost my own charger for a few months there. And it's funny, I wrote out the material for this podcast today and my MacBook was dying. It was on like 10% battery. Both my sisters are away, so they have their chargers with them. And I just prayed to God. I was like, God, like if you need me to record this podcast right now, please help me find my charger. So bear in mind, like I couldn't find my charger for the past few months and I was just going to order a new one today. But as soon as I said that prayer, within a few minutes, I just happened to look inside a random cardboard box in the hall and I found my charger. So I'm taking this as a sign to just, um, yeah, record this and share it with you because I think that this podcast could really hit home with a lot of people. So I hope that it, it certainly does help you and makes you feel a little bit more joyful today. So how will I start this? Um... I might just start by reading you out my journal entry for today and then talking as well. So yeah, it's Lent at the moment and I have been consistent at keeping a journal entry every single day throughout Lent. And you know what? It feels really good to journal. If you have done it before, I'm sure you know this, but it really does help you just get clarity on your thoughts and emotions and let them all out. I think whenever you get your thoughts from your head onto paper, it helps create more space in your mind where you feel more calm. And for me, it's made me realize like where I've been procrastinating, how I could be more productive and feel better. So it's not too late if you want to start Lent now. And if you do, I highly suggest taking up the habit of journaling. And journaling, like it can be so simple. You don't have to think. All you have to do is get pen to paper and just see what happens. Write the date in the top corner, then write whatever comes to your mind. So I'm going to share with you now my journal entry. For the first time ever, I believe I am actually fully worthy of success and healing. Previously, up until this year, part of me didn't truly feel worthy of success and happiness. In the past, I would procrastinate and self-sabotage to prevent myself fully stepping in to my power and claiming the success that I know I deserve, that we all deserve, because success and happiness is all of our birthrights. Previously as well, a part of me was scared of fully living. 
I used to numb out to avoid feeling all the emotions. So ways I would numb out would be like online shopping, scrolling on social media, just distracting myself, doing anything but really feeling my emotions. Emotion is our guidance through life. We need emotion. We need to be able to feel and to experience every emotion. Emotion is our teacher. It is there to help us make better decisions. Emotion is there to be felt. It is all part of this human experience that we have all signed up for. So I'll mention now that a few weeks ago I manifested my dream car. So I always wanted a really nice car. It had to be like automatic. And I thought, why not just treat myself because I can't book any holidays this year. So I got a wee Mercedes a few weeks ago and it's like my baby. Like I fully loved it. And I do fully believe that I manifested it for a few years now. And yeah, it feels so right. But two days ago, a lorry drove into the side of my car and hit it. Thank goodness nobody got hurt. I didn't get hurt. I think I had three bottles of holy water in it and a miraculous medal, which must have helped as well. But the, the lorry drove into the side of my car, the driver's side, and luckily the door is just dented and I didn't get hurt. Part of me does think that I manifested this accident because as soon as I got my car, I was like, oh my God, this is so precious. I really hope nothing drives into it. But I kept on thinking as soon as I got it, if something dents this car, I will be so hurt. And I visualized, like I was worrying about something denting my car. And sure enough, that happened. Manifestation works both for good things and bad things. Manifestation means what we think about happens. And I was worried about the car getting dented and I'm nearly sure that's why it happened. That's why I manifested it. Usually I don't worry about too much things in life. (laughs) That's why I don't really manifest much negativity or drama into my life. But with this car, for some reason, I worried about it getting dented. And sure enough, that happened. That's why it's so important that we, you know, take control of our thoughts and try not to worry, but focus on what we do want instead of what we don't want. So yeah, my car got drove into. Um, It just was a freak accident. Luckily, nobody got hurt. Okay, so my initial reaction to this was that I felt really angry and upset and frustrated angry at the lorry driver, angry at myself, frustrated at myself, fuming. (laughs) I felt just all this anger built up inside me and annoyance and sadness all wrapped into the one ball. Previously, years ago, I would try and numb out of this anger by like blaming the lorry driver. and online shopping and feeling sorry for myself and binge watching Netflix and just doing anything but allowing myself to feel the anger. I used to run away from all my negative emotions but after this car accident I realised we have to feel every emotion 
and sometimes things happen to us outside of our control. So first of all, what I did was allowed myself to feel anger. I cried. I allowed myself to feel like shit for a day. The next day I was in the car driving and I let out a big scream driving down the M1. Like, ah! <laughs> but that was a really good release, just screaming. I also danced even though I didn't feel like it. And that really helped me release that emotion. Emotion stands for energy in motion. Emotion, energy in motion. And it has to be moved through us. Otherwise it will get suppressed. So ways that I allowed that emotion of anger and frustration to move through me was through crying. Like that's a release. Screaming, another release. And dancing. So it's okay to feel angry and upset and scream. We need to let it all out in order to heal and move on. If we run away from suffering, like anger, it's just going to manifest in more suffering and build it, build it up higher and higher. But whenever I just sat with my suffering, felt it all, felt like crap for a few hours, I was able to move through it. So after I did all of them energy release practices, like screaming and stuff, I slept loads and then I did lots of self-care to build myself back up, which I will get into. But here are some of the lessons that I've learned the past few days from getting my car hit. First of all, do not get attached to the material world. Everything is temporary. The only thing that is real is love. Like everything in this world, it's not going to last forever. And the moment we get attached to anything in the material world, that is whenever we suffer. The next lesson I learned from my car is when times do get tough, it shows me who truly cares about me and who is there for me. So obviously I was upset whenever it happened and you know, like my family and people just really showed me their support and their true self. People were so nice and kind and it like restored my faith in humanity that people are caring and we are loved more than we know. And it's not until we suffer that we really realise that. The next lesson I learned from my car is that I can plan and plan and think that my life is my creation, but some things are outside of my control. So like for instance, I was planning to like save up and travel to Costa Rica next year for a few months. And then this like just ruined my plans of meeting my monthly budget of saving so I could travel next year because obviously I have to pay for the damages of the car. So some things are outside of my control and that's just a lesson of life. And as soon as we accept that, we can just heal and move on and surrender. So life isn't like, we can't control what happens to us in life, but we can control how we react, pivot and move on. So life doesn't go according to plan, but whenever something happens, we have to make adjustments and like, make a different game plan (laughs) so that's what I have had to do since my accident just make a different game plan 
remembering that everything happens for us not to us and yeah that is really empowering so here is ways that I have been incorporating more healing practices into my life as well to feel really good because I feel really freaking good right now which is bizarre because the car just got hit two days ago and if you're suffering with anything right now I really suggest you consider doing some of these healing practices as well. So number one is music. I have shared my Spotify playlist. I'll link it in the show notes here. And I swear, like just by listening to healing, soothing music, it can completely create such an altered state in the mind and body where you feel so much more relaxed and calm. And music is one of my favourite ways to seek solace and peace. Another healing practice that I love doing is screaming in the car, screaming into a pillow, (laughs) punching a pillow. You know I used to for so long think it was so wrong to feel anger and sadness. Growing up as a child you know people used to say why are you getting upset? Don't be so sensitive, don't be such a crybaby. I got that said to me a lot because I was a very sensitive child and I still am sensitive. So that's why I numbed out for so long, you know. I was trying to not feel these negative emotions because I thought they were bad. But since I um, realised that they're important to cry and scream, you know, just finding an outlet for that is so, so, so key for healing. Other healing things that I'm doing include dancing to really fun music. I know it sounds corny, but like literally just looking at yourself in a mirror gazing at your eyes while you dance it's really good for confidence and self-acceptance other things include journaling which is just really nice journaling feels like a therapy session for me (laughs) so yeah I really consider you do it um another thing you could do is just talk to someone about how you truly feel have nice long baths with Epsom salts, light some candles, listen to a guided meditation or a podcast in the bath and lastly do some yoga. So also I've heard this quote this week and I thought it's so pivotal. Okay right so self-discipline. What do you think of whenever you hear the word self-discipline? Like self-discipline sort of makes me shiver in my boots a bit it reminds me of like a navy seal it reminds me of no fun I think self-discipline has really has a really cold connotation to it and it doesn't sound appealing but then this is a mic drop moment for me whenever I heard this statement self-discipline equals self-respect self-discipline equals self-respect Like, wow, what a game changer. So if you want to find self-respect, if you want others to respect you, you have to respect yourself. So how do you respect yourself? By setting self-discipline. Having self-discipline is having self-respect. So... Yeah, I hope that makes the word sound a little bit more appealing to you now, self-respect. So maybe like every day ask yourself, right, how can I give myself more respect today? And that could be like eating healthier, um, 
journaling, bathing, working out, just reframing self-discipline to self-respect is a really great way to just heal and feel better. Um, another thing is that confidence is doing what you say you're going to do. So in the past, like I used to have all these big, huge, audacious goals that were like very... Well, basically I didn't achieve them because they were too big. And then that sort of ruined my confidence because I never achieved my big goals. And now I just have these really, really small goals every day and I'm achieving them. And that is really helping build my self-confidence because I am setting out to do something and I'm doing it. So I'm going to share with you now what I'm doing every day to help me with my self-respect and confidence. And you are so welcome to share this with me. So I have created the 10 rule, okay? So what it is, 10 stands for 10 minutes. So every day I have three things that I do and whenever I do them I feel amazing because I say I'm going to do these things and I do them. So what it is, is every day I'll do 10 minutes of meditation, 10 minutes of yoga and I read 10 pages. So it's the 10 rule. Three things I do every day to be productive, to show myself respect and whenever I do these things it really does build my confidence. What I love about the 10 rule is that 10 minutes and 10 pages is so doable, so achievable. So whatever you'd like to do right now, if it's the same as me, you're welcome to, you know, read 10 pages as well, do 10 minutes of yoga and 10 minutes of meditation. But whatever goal you're working to, see if you can just do it for 10 minutes each day and then you will feel so much more confident after you do it. Because I don't know about you, but like, yes, I love yoga so much, but there's no way that I could actually stick to doing one hour of yoga every single day I'd love to be able to maybe sometime in the future but just not right now but the fact I only set out to do 10 minutes and then I do it I feel friggin class after and what happens also is that sometimes I'll end up doing 15 20 30 minutes of yoga but as long as I get the 10 minutes done like amazing so if you're struggling maybe with your new year's resolutions now ask yourself like Am I being realistic to achieve these goals or can I make this a little bit more realistic by setting something more doable like 10 minutes or 10 pages? Everyone has 10 minutes. (laughs) I truly do think for us to be happy we do need to set some goals and if you want to get started I highly recommend just spending 10 minutes doing something every day. I'll just share with you now some of my other goals for this year. Maybe they will inspire you as well. (laughs) So the first thing is that, yeah, setting goals is so important for our happiness. It keeps us productive. It gives us a reason to get up in the morning. It means we're creating, not just reacting to the world. So one of my goals for this year is to help as many people as I can to cultivate inner peace and healing along with me. So I'm no saint. I'm just a human like you and I'm so passionate about finding ways to heal and improve and reclaim my power 
and I'm using this podcast to help bring you with me on my journey so you can uh, do the same with me and help reclaim your own power and find inner peace as well. One of my other goals for this year is to stop looking outside myself for love. I am now cultivating love for myself. This is a year, 2021, about finding love within ourselves because it is that act of giving love that we receive love. Like one thing I struggled in the past was always thinking that someone was going to come into my life and fix me and heal me and I'll be happy whenever I meet that perfect person. What I realised is that I have to focus on being love myself and healing myself so that I'm able just to serve and give love to others. Um, since I've like been working on this the past few months here, like the people around me already, I have such better relationships with them and I feel closer connected to them and I just feel more positive in all my relationships because I know that I'm responsible for my happiness and my happiness comes from loving myself. So self-love is so important. No one's going to fix you and whenever you decide to love yourself, everything around you does get better. So this year also, another goal of mine is to feel all my emotions. Not numb out, but really allow myself to feel the anger, the grief, the sadness, the upset. So I mentioned in a previous podcast, I don't I don't know which, but I went through like, I think a good year where I never cried once because I was numbing out of my emotion. Like what the frig, that is not normal. See this year already. So it's like the end of February. I think I've cried at least 25 days. <laughs> I'm not curtain, but like I'm crying like every other day. I know that's a lot, but I think it's to make up from them years of not crying as, at all. And it feels so good to allow myself to feel the sadness. Because no one out as well, like it prevents you from really feeling true joy or true love or true happiness. Like you feel isolated. And whenever you allow yourself to feel everything, you're not just feeling the bad emotions like sadness and crying all the time, but you also feel so much more joy and love and happiness and aliveness. And that is what we are here for because the opposite of numbing out is aliveness. So a great way to feel all your emotion is to just sit with it. Don't distract yourself. And I really recommend journaling as well. It's so, so good. Um, my goal this year as well is just to continue feeling aligned by sticking to my 10 rule of 10 minutes of yoga, meditation and reading 10 pages every day. So another goal of mine I mentioned was I really want to travel to Costa Rica next year. There is this community that I follow on Instagram called Punta Monta out in Costa Rica and basically they all like live off the land, off the grid and celebrate the planet and yoga, connection. It seems like a really simple way of life. So I'm working this year at the moment, but I really want to save up and travel to go out there next year and connect with like-minded people. 
So I've done loads of traveling, some solo traveling, some with a community. And I swear all my best traveling experiences have been with the community. And these travel experiences didn't mean that I went out with a community from home. Often I left the country myself, but joined a community out there. For instance, like yoga training in India. Like I met a community of fellow yogis out there and doing an internship in China. I met loads of like-minded people out there. So community is everything to me. And yeah, I really hope I can save up and go out there next year for a bit. Another goal of mine is just to take full responsibility for my life and my emotions and my happiness. Giving away our power to others, it just drains us and we'll never be happy. So yeah, this is just a reminder that you are fully responsible for your happiness and your life. And shit happens, but you can bounce back from it. And one final goal of mine is to be less impulsive. So I'm a very spontaneous person and usually if something came into my mind to do, I would act on it immediately without really, you know, letting the idea sink in and strategically making a decision. I used to just act impulsively. But I've learned now, actually, I was watching like this YouTube video of this like CIA agent and she told me that she said in the video that she used to be impulsive as well. And now she's one of the most successful CIA agents in America. And the reason she said she got so successful is she worked on controlling her impulsivity. And the way she did this was she waited a week before acting on a thought or feeling. So let's say today you have an impulse to do something. Just wait a week and let the thought simmer before acting on it. And if you still feel the same after a week, then go ahead and pursue that action. If that makes sense. I know it does to me. Like if I want to say something to someone, I'd rather now just wait a week instead of saying it immediately because... You know, we're emotional beings. We're constantly changing how we feel and think. And yeah, that is it. Um, That is the end of this podcast episode. I really hope that it served you. It brought you joy and just reminds you that yes, shit happens. But life goes on and um, we're stronger than we think. It's okay to feel every shit emotion and... You can do anything that you set your mind to. Sending you so much love.